Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, president of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association, along with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, both directors at SAPSA. And we have today, once again, Mr. Daniel Kalik, who is with a very special ministry in Israel. Daniel, during a post-production meeting, you were talking about some of the things that are going on in Israel that you're really concerned that the people outside of Israel, and especially in Christendom, know what's going on. Uh, What were you referring to? Well, first off, there's a, a lot of misconceptions uh, out there. And uh, when my wife and I uh, felt called to uh, form Bless Israel Network, and, and by the way, our website is blessedisraelnetwork.com if folks want to connect with us and, and what have you. But the, 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 the vision for Bless Israel Network is to give a voice to the Jewish believers in Israel and allowing Christians around the world to hear what they're doing to help build the kingdom in Israel and connect with them. And we're going to provide their contact information, okay? But the connection point is the key. And the reason I say that is because as we've traveled around and spoken at various churches and Messianic congregations, we have found out that believers do not have a direct, reliable, consistent source for what's going on inside Israel with the Jewish believing community. And they need to know what's going on with their Jewish brethren for a number of different reasons. First off, if we rely on the press <laughs> to inform us about what's happening, then, for example, if we rely on the press, we would believe that Hillary Clinton was probably going to have the election in a cakewalk. Well, we all know that that's not what happened. Well, if we believe the press, we believe that Israel is illegally occupying land that the Palestinians, the so-called Palestinians, claim as their own. And that's getting well, me mad. Is, that's getting me mad listening to that stuff. Yes. Well, um, <laughs> uh, it gets us uh, mad, too. <laughs> and, uh, we live in Israel, and to those people who believe that the land is illegally being occupied. If you're a true believer, let me ask you a question. Anyone listening right now, if you're a true believer and you believe Scripture is the manifest, unbridled Word of God, then you must know whom God gave this land to. And it tells us whom God gave this land to. And He did not give it to any other group of people other than the Jewish people. And for anyone to think that the Jews have stolen land or are illegally occupying land, the question I have is, how can a believer accuse the Jewish people of giving land, of illegally occupying land given to them by God? Amen. It's an oxymoronic question. So I would advise any believer who thinks that the Jews are illegally occupying land, go to your Bible and look and see who God gave the land to. He said to Abraham, 
everlasting inheritance for all your generations. And that's just one example of where it's confirmed in Scripture. So when you watch the United Nations voting to delegitimize Israel's existence, you, you see the United Nations voting that the Temple Mount and the Wailing Wall are not Jewish historical sites, they're Muslim. When the United Nations is voting to uh, define the Cave of the Patriarchs as Islamic sites, not Jewish historical sites, you are witnessing an aberration against God Almighty. And this is just one example of where believers have been besmirched, uh, have been boomswoggled, uh, whatever you want to call it, into believing something that they might think sounds comfortable because many, many other people believe the same thing, but just because it's popular doesn't mean it's scripturally correct. We have and the... We hear, go ahead. I was going to say, we have the same problem with theistic evolution, Christians accepting theistic evolution... But anyway, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a question. He was making the comment that we have the same problem with Christians believing theistic evolution. But that, that's just an aside. You go ahead with what you were saying. Well, there's an evil out there, okay? There's a lot of false doctrine out there. One of the most evil and pervasive false doctrine is something known as supersessionism. Uh, today, people call it replacement theology, and that is the viewpoint that because the Jews corporately did not accept Jesus as Messiah, they therefore abrogated their position as God's covenantal promise holders and were replaced by Christianity, Christians, i.e. the Church. And <laughs> all you have to do is open your Bible and look and see what the Bible says about this, and none other than the person is probably most responsible for the overwhelming majority of Christian doctrinal positions, which is a gentleman named Paul, whose name was Saul, okay? Right in Romans 11, 1, he makes it very clear. Did God reject? Did God repudiate his own people? God did not reject nor repudiate his own people whom he chose in advance. And then again, the correct interpretation of Jeremiah 31, where God also talks about the new covenant and that it's going to be made with whom? going to be made with the house of Judah, it's going to be made with the house of Israel, and he's going to remember their sins no more. So these are two examples, and then when you get into the whole Israeli-Palestinian uh, issue, we also have two scriptural examples of God loves Ishmael, God bless Ishmael, God will, uh, uh, kings and, and nations will come from him, but God's promise is with whom? It's with Isaac. Okay, so we have to keep these covenantal issues in perspective, and there's a lot of Christians these days that are signed up and believers in the BDS movement, boycott, divest, sanction. It's mm. not scripturally based. They're attending organ. They're attending events in Israel, like the Christ at the Checkpoint conference. These are Palestinian revisionist agendas, which are focused on delegitimizing and diminishing and dismissing any Jewish connection to the Holy Land, any scriptural relevance that the Jewish people still have to God's prophetic promises, and it is quite frustrating that the world, the world buys into this. And I think we have to keep these things in perspective. It's not easy being a believer. Jesus didn't come to be a peacemaker. We know that, okay? And he is not going to return when everything is hunky-dory. He's going to return when things are in chaos, and he's going to straighten 
really are prejudiced and racist and discriminatory. If you're truly focused on what God wants to tell you and pray about it, then Scripture is the best school book, as President Andrew Jackson once said, the best school book that exists in the world. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, as well as our special guest, Daniel Caleb. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. We are specifically talking today about, really, the, the centrality of Israel, the nation of Israel, the people of Israel, in history. How that's shown in Scripture, and how so much of the stuff that's coming out today through the UN and other places is just not substantiated neither in the Scripture nor in history. Daniel, it, it, it pains me when they start trying, as you've described, to delegitimize Israel's place in the Middle East. One, because by partition in 1948, they gave back that land, or the world did, to Israel. And now it seems like they're trying to take it back. But second, historically, the Israelis were there before all of these other groups. Part of the problem that the revisionists have is that they cherry-pick Scripture, and when you talk historically, they only want to go back far enough to suit their agenda. Let's keep one thing in mind. Islam did not come into existence until the 8th century, excuse me, the 7th century. Right. So you've got 2,500 years of Jewish history that preceded remember, as you pointed out, that Jesus came not to make peace, but to bring this world back to him, to give us an opportunity to come to back to God, and that he guaranteed that if we followed him, that the world would not be our friend. Israel has always lived on the worst block in the world. They do today. They did during the times of Jesus, and they did during the time of Moses. The fact that they have been universally hated, which was true during World War II, again, all substantiates what Jesus said, that it is as if the world has been trying to get rid of them forever, and yet God has protected them. 
Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.